Two mass shootings within 24 hours. Obviously, we're not very enthusiastic about covering this topic because, well, we've covered it several times before. We're always enthusiastic about giving you a great show, and we will. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging with Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And then if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. We're actually uh, working on something for the newsletter people, so uh, stay tuned. Got a should, treat for y'all. Should be good. And um, looking into stuff with uh, just uh, other things, you know, just so more coming soon. I I still got to send you some of the some of the stuff that I keep say, saying I'm going to send you and then I have it like posted. Yeah. I got to send and you it. you don't send it. <laughs> so just, maybe we don't have anything. No, you, just, <laughs> you just don't send it. Right. Um, so two mass shootings within 24 hours. Obviously, I said before that I've made the decision to not say these people's names, not give them any more fame or glorification than the whole world is already giving them. I do think that the celebrity that comes with doing something like this is part of the reason why it, it keeps happening. So yeah, when we cover the topics and we cover all the information that we go over today, we're not going to say the names, so sorry. Yep. Dude. Um, young guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, first and foremost, I'm a little annoyed by the fact that every single time, somehow, some way, gets politicized. The one... Yeah. The one end is is uh, I guess the regular route, which is all gun laws, gun laws, gun laws, gun laws, and then obviously with these two shootings, one of them, it was a uh, a guy with white supremacist ideology behind be, behind his motive, you know, like whatever. And the Ohio guy didn't really leave anything, did he? Right? The apostle the apostle guy had something that he he had to say. Yeah, the dude from he, Ohio, it was just... The guy had a manifesto. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, the fact that they're kind of ignoring the Ohio thing and focusing on white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy yeah. and is a with, bit of an annoying. And then to sort of try to latch this on to the president, when in the manifesto the guy says that his beliefs predate Trump and his presidency. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and even even if um, for some reason, because I think he was a Trump fan, if I'm not mistaken, you know, the Dallas shooter was an Obama fan. The 
the what was the guy the, the and uh, I from what I understand a huge Elizabeth Warren supporter. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Well, I'm talking about the Dallas one. Now the Ohio one. Yeah, I thought you said Ohio. Yeah, no, no. The, remember the oh, Dallas the, one? Oh, with the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, yeah. this was a while back. Yeah, that that he was uh, a big Obama guy. Yeah. Yes, you're correct with the Ohio one. Yeah. A, a big Elizabeth Warren fan. The the Bernie Sanders uh, guy. What was it? The congressional baseball game. Yeah. Same thing. He was a big Bernie fan, big socialism guy. And I, you know, you don't put that on Bernie. You don't put that on Elizabeth Warren. You don't put that on Obama. And then you don't put that on Trump. What an individual does because they hate, you know. Especially when a motherfucker ain't even saying anything remotely close to go in a place and shoot up a bunch of people. Like, where the fuck does this connection even stem from? It's yes. so ridiculous. And, well, it, it really becomes a scary situation because... The whole, like the speech thing, because now, and we've seen this from from uh, I want to say Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, not in this situation, but before, where you're inciting violence, you're inciting violence, and you could disagree with someone and then think that they're fucking like they're saying it completely wrong. And I could see a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, Trump doesn't say things politically correct." Sometimes, you know. A huge brute the way he he says things but there is clearly a difference between saying something not not politically correct and then inciting violence like yeah. when obama said that stuff about the cops about sh- shootings and he was like well there's a syst- systematic racism coming from the police departments that's in no way incites people to be oh well let's attack cops it's yeah. not like you know i didn't agree with that but that didn't mean like, oh, well, since I don't agree, he's inciting violence. And and to me, that's where it becomes kind of a dangerous yeah. uh, area. Do you think the people that are making the claims of the things that they don't like to hear or they disagree with are incitements of violence? Do you think in their heart of hearts, they really believe those things are incitements of violence or... Are they just, you know, trying to use it as a political meal ticket? I think that a lot of the the leaders that are saying this know know better and and they know how to weaponize this whole situation or situations like this. So I think, you know, again, s- someone who who who's in government, like like the situation I was talking about with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez when she says that, I think they're well aware that you know they're reaching mm-hmm. but what it creates is like i think an influx of like i guess feedback you it, it goes through the through the wave you know like through through twitter through mm-hmm. the twitter sphere and the instagram and then it becomes kind of like oh well yeah that's he's inciting violence and someone that's ignorant doesn't really pay attention too much see something like that on facebook or twitter they're like oh wow he's inciting violence oh wow he's inciting violence you know, and it becomes yeah. kind of like the norm to accept that, right? So you learn how to, and, and I know this because I remember when I learned how to shoot uh, a basketball, it was from my dad. My dad wasn't the greatest shooter, you know? So the way that I shot the basketball wasn't something I was 
that's just how I shot. That's how I got taught. And then when I went to high school, they fixed my jump shot. All this, how you're supposed to do it. You're shooting it all wrong. I see what you're saying. It's and because we live in such a society in which everything and all these talking points get regurgitated, especially on social media. That's why and how it becomes a thing because nobody even really is aware of the foundation of the issue it's just oh yeah kamala harris said it alexandria ocasio cortez said it my college professor said it so this must be what it is and and tell me that we haven't seen that us having taken college courses together oh yeah we've seen it in our personal life yeah and it's like you know people are saying this stuff and we're debating them and it ends up being 30 on two then if you couple that and tie it in with the sort of arrogance that sometimes comes with a college education. Yeah. Like, well, I'm better. I fucking graduated college. <laughs> yeah. So then you you take that and, and because by and large, these people think that this shit means something. Yeah. Like, you know, they're still living in the realm of college. Yeah. Yeah, I took out loans, but it's because I'm I'm college educated. Like I'm you can't you can't put a price on a college education. Yeah. We've met a, you our shut share the of fuck those. up. Like, you you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But it's the it's there is a level of arrogance that at times comes from that world, and so if you already have the hubris, and then you have the these regurgitated talking points and then you already have sort of a preset ideology oh well yeah that's that's the that's the whole recipe you know what i'm saying yeah now i haven't been to sites like 4chan or 8chan is it kind of like is this forums isn't it like meme forums message boards and stuff like that now given the fact obviously that you know white supremacists and even like a guy like like this guy who, who shot up you know, you see a lot of those memes coming out of out of there, and a lot of people that you know. Well, really, I wouldn't even say f- just 4chan and 8chan. I think in general, online is just yeah. a lot of animosity towards people. It's just like just overly aggressive. Do you think that maybe it'd be a good idea to like monitor, like for the feds to monitor something like that? Yeah, I mean, they could monitor it, but I, how could you predict? And, and you know see, what I'm saying because. Let's be honest, for every angry young incel, angry young white supremacist, angry young black kid, angry young anybody, angry young person, angry person, they don't even have to be young, that rants and raves on the internet every single fucking day, less than 1% of them do something like this. You get what I'm saying? So how can you Yeah. How can you really I mean, obviously if they are vocal about what they're gonna do, like specifically and precisely, yeah. well that's different. Like, oh tomorrow I'm gonna roll up to the Walmart and start laying motherfuckers down. Well, that's different. Like you're they're clearly sort of laying out of plan. Yeah. But none of this shit comes out beforehand. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. It's maybes, it's what ifs, it's all oh, yeah, dude was always funny. There was always something to dude. Like you but but nobody did anything, nobody knew. And and you can't 
totally blame because nobody knows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do think that's where the bigger issue comes from. And we were talking a little bit about it today at work. Somebody asked me what I thought of these things. And I was like, well, on one hand, I do think it is a media overload at times because, I mean, let's be honest, there's times where there's more than 20 dead in a weekend in Chicago and, like, it doesn't really make national headway. Well, there was, well, how many was it? Seven dead this last weekend when all this happened. What was it? Um, 53 wounded? Yeah, you know Two of which were considered mass shootings. And, and that's what I'm saying. And that doesn't, then that's. That hasn't hit any. And that's regular. News. That's yeah. just like a regular thing, you know? And that's our city. You, Detroit has its own problems. Baltimore has its own problems. So, in that hand, yeah, I think that the media gets heavy handed when it comes to this stuff. And I think that's because. They do seek to politicize it, and there is a little bit of an agenda about it, especially in today's day and age when it when it's somebody white that's carrying it out. Oh my God, they love that shit. Yeah, they love that shit because it's like it all it all ties into their anti-Trump narrative. Yeah, but to be quite honest, the day-to-day every day person, regular person. I don't really see them rocking with that shit. Like, I don't see, for the most part, real, everyday working people find any association between Trump and these guys. That's just a media trying to, like, push, 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 push. And I'm yeah. sure you're going to get protesters that think that way. And I'm sure you're going to get a lot of kids on college campuses that think that way. And Twitter will always... But, but the everyday person, I don't really see them regurgitate any of this shit. And, and I think, too, a lot of the steam has been like diminished from from media like always kind of seeing it with a grain of salt type of situation yeah because i mean you know what you're gonna get and then and then even like people our age and younger are starting to consume media in a way that mainstream media isn't the primary source like me like for example like i haven't in passing i've seen the news and i've seen that that's what they've been on connecting the two but that's in passing like i go to my parents house they have the tv on but like my news comes from the internet and from multiple sources and the sources that i feel like balance things out so you know i i try and just have something balanced what's what's everyone thinking what's just not you know like when you watch TV, if you're watching Fox News, you're getting one side. Yeah. You watch CNN or MSNBC, you're in the other side. Whereas on you know on the internet through podcasts through, you're really kind of getting everything as a whole. And then oh, okay, this is the yeah broad picture. spectrum. Yeah. So I feel that more and more, as as this goes on, you, they kind of you know mainstream media just loses steam. Yeah. And, and you're seeing that and just in the reactions of people from day to day. You see, you saw that with the Baltimore, where where uh, he said that Twitter, uh, the mainstream TV, racist, racist, racist. Then they interview people from Baltimore, and they're like, and they're "Yeah, like, thank God somebody spoke up about this." Exactly, and that's yeah. the normal everyday person. So that's a and, and so back to my point is there's some like overload as far as the type of coverage this is getting. And then on the other hand, 
I feel like the things that ought to be covered about this aren't really being covered or even looked into as deeply as they should. Let's consider for a moment a world that we live in where so many young men want to do shit like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That I I feel like that's way more of a of a prevalent of a prevalent question. And I hate this word, like the whole, oh, they're disenfranchised because I don't believe in that shit. Like, I don't believe in, I, I believe like when people say, oh, these people are disenfranchised. This is disenfranchised. I'm of the belief, well, franchise yourself then. Like get yourself, yeah. you know, to a place where you're in a better standing. But I will say that there is something to be said about the bleakness of things going forward there is a level of hopelessness and not just with these people these just so happen to be people that don't seem like they have anything to really live for so it's easy for them to like wow the fuck out yeah but there is a big sense of hopelessness amongst people and well you and i we we talked with some people uh over the weekend and I found it interesting how when I brought up and and this is again just this is me going shopping for me and not I'm not like shopping lavishly. This is just like stuff that I need for to, to eat and, and like cleaning uh, products and whatnot. And I go to the store and I spend like $120. That's just me. Like, yeah. And, yeah. and I go like twice a month. And as most people that know me closely know, I don't really cook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it made me think while I was at the store, I'm like, man, you know what? Like, thank God, like, I, you know, I do okay or whatever. But how the fuck does like a, how can somebody feed like a family of four? Like how the, that's like <laughs> a lot of money. If, if I spend this much just on myself yeah. twice a month. What does a family of four, five, six do? Yeah. How the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just the grocery aspect of it. Then you talk about the gasoline, like all of this, you know, the taxes on this, the taxes on that. And I, I only bring that up to say that there is a huge issue with mounting pressure piling up on Americans. Yeah. And so you have that cup that that coupled with the fact that there is a bleakness of things going forward because in the outer, in the in the manifesto of the El Paso shooter, he talks about jobs getting automated, and we've yeah. talked about that on the show before, and, and we and we actually yeah. talked about that in probably one of our bleakest episodes. Yeah, because well, yeah, I remember even preparing for the episode. We, we it was it was it sort was of heavy. depressing. Like my yeah. eyelids felt heavy. My, yeah, and and yeah. so and it is it is a thing. But you and I operate in a sense of, you know, we have something to live for. Life is good. We're optimistic. We make moves. But imagine a person that doesn't have all that. Yeah. Imagine a person that doesn't have a friend like you and I have each other or some of our other friends or like a good woman in his life. Like Im imagine what that is. And then imagine they don't have such a great job. And then imagine they don't have 
such a healthy outlook on the future and investing in their future. And then imagine just spending more time in like the unhealthy realm of the internet. That shit could probably be a very dark place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then now, by no means am I justifying this or am I even, am I saying anything remotely close to, oh, well, these poor guys or anything like that. This is more so about what's going on in the world that's causing this. Like what's going on that's like turning these people this way. And is that something that should be addressed? Because well, it is. I mean, that's that's the thing that has to be addressed. We can't say, oh, uh, guns or 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 how some Republican lawmakers video games. Yeah, really? I was very disappointed in the president when he said that shit. Yeah, today. video games. Stop Come it, on, dude. Now. Come on. <laughs> like, so so now we're gonna start bl- like just blaming shit. Oh, fucking hip hop made me do it. You know what I mean? Like. It has to stop. You got to stop oversimplifying stuff. And then mentioning the president's speech, even some of the stuff he was saying was like, it's not really that cut and dry, that easy. When he was saying about, uh, well, you gotta, we gotta help these mental, you know, like what was it? I wrote it down. Um, reform mental health laws to better identify mentally disturbed individuals. Who may commit acts of violence to get treatment when necessary, even if it means involuntary confinement, which is could be a slippery slope. Yeah, like, very slippery. I mean, you don't want to put a situation where like, oh, I don't like dude, so I'm gonna start saying that he's been saying shit, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you no, have to. It, it's not that cut and dry. I think what the route that you're taking and how you're explaining it, you know, it it's a hard route, you know, because like. Oh yeah, that that's the route of like true solution. Yeah, what's going on that's making motherfuckers want to do this? And it's a cultural and like yeah, a cultural thing, thing and it's a, a a real address of the problems and the solution. You know, a lot of times it's hard. It's it's difficult. It's it's a change in things. Like for instance, I saw this. No, post on Twitter the other day and I found it absolutely awesome. I don't know. It was just very simple, but it stood out to me and it made me really think about society. This Twitter thought posted like these a picture of herself and another Twitter thought and it said, name a better duo. Oh, and yeah. then And then this guy that I follow on Twitter he retweeted with a comment and it said financial literacy and cash flow. So essentially saying, yeah, you dumb thought like financial literacy and cash flow is a way better duo than you two hoes like fucking posing. Who gives a fuck? It's important to to understand that that, because like that is great. But at the same time, Switch the fuck off from the fucking, like, phone for a second. Like, Twitter, Instagram, MySpace, and, and, like, all this basicness. Because that's what you see. Like, I don't... When I'm on the phone, like, for as much as my girl or sometimes some of my family says, Oh, I'm reading about some great fucking amazing shit that I want to learn. Like, shit that I want to delve into. You know, like that's making me a better person. So yeah, you could say 
I, I, I'm on my phone, but you can't say I'm wasting my goddamn time because sometimes my girl's like, "Why you always?" No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I'm I'm reading the news. I'm trying to understand something, and sometimes I have to check, like some of my family members when they say that because it's like I'm not just sitting around looking at fucking bitches twerking or some shit like that. You know what I'm no, saying? Yeah, or, or, I feel or like, you. oh, uh, so let's see who won today's basketball game. I mean. That's very that's a very small percentage. Yeah, that of, you're you're the guy like there's guys that go to the library to talk to girls and like, you know, get the free snacks and then there's guys that go to the library cuz they want to fucking read and learn. Yeah. And you're the guy that wants to go to the library and read and learn cuz yeah. essentially that's what your phone is. It's a gateway to an endless well of information and you get to pick and choose and yeah. dictate and dissect that information that you're intaking. And that's what I got out of that Twitter repost or yeah. Twitter retweet with a comment is essentially saying that, yeah, bitch, you're perpetuating all this shit. Name a better duo. And <laughs> by and large, like you you get to do that because it's it gets a lot of positive reinforcement. There's a lot of people that like and retweet and comment. Oh, baby, you so sexy, this, that, and the other. All this dumbass shit, but what the guy is showing, or at least trying to show, at least trying to display and illustrate is, well, no, there's a whole other thing going on here, and these hoes ain't gonna, like, save you from debt. Like, these hoes ain't gonna do any, like, this mounting pressure that you feel, this bleakness that you feel, when you're in the midst of it, them hoes are probably gonna be laughing at you. Over here, the financial literacy, the cash flow is how you avoid that shit and yeah. rise above it. And that's and that's essentially what we're talking about here is that there's a whole lot of perpetuation of weak ass shit. And there's just like a whole lot of silencing of great shit. And I think the balance is a little bit off. And I don't just mean culturally, I mean on a social level, I mean on a political level, across the board. Yeah. I can't tell you, I saw this this video on YouTube, it was funny, and I, I don't remember the number, but it was so crazy to me. I can't tell you how many times within the last Democratic uh, debate, free was used, free this, free that, free this, free that, free, 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 free. What? Not, not only that, then also the 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 changing of of uh, political points and how they define how how they define them. Because I I did notice too the Republican talking points, Republican talking points, and some of those talking points, uh, Tim Pool, you know, went and said, well, you know, some of these points that you're saying are Republican talking points on immigration were Obama's talking points, you know? Yeah. So how far left are you going that these are starting to everything is starting to become Republican talking points? You add what you're saying is oh well free 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 this free that free this man we're gonna be living good. No, <laughs> you know what's crazy is I seen a video and it was a little bit scary to me because in the video. The guy was talking about all this shit, like the college debt bubble, the impending recession, um, which, by the way, today was like a pretty scary day with the market. Yeah. 
some people actually thought like today was the beginning of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh. I'm laughing nervously. How yeah, about that? <laughs> no, yeah, I was, I was, I was nervous all day. I'm like my fucking scratch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a great day. That shit had me a little bit on edge. Um, but he was. He's talking about all this, and it's scary the correlation he makes. It's sort of like a freakonomics the freakonomics correlation that they made to abortion and the drop in crime rate yeah this this correlation i think is just as scary or eerie as that correlation and what he was saying was that because of the last two prior generations to the one we currently are in so many of the people, not just the men, but also the women, being raised by single mothers that now even men have taken on planning traits and like worldview traits of women. And he said the reason why that's bad is that typically speaking, and if you think about it, it's very true. Not in all cases, for the love of God, I know I'm going to get flack for this, but this is generally speaking, women are not great long-term planners. Women are women are short-term and mid-term. And he talks about that in the video, yeah. whereas like men are mid-term, long-term planners. And that's why like men are like a lot more familiar with like the laws of diminishing returns. It's just like, that's why men, like to men, there are girls that like you kind of, yeah, she's like the right now girl. Like you have fun with her or whatever, but like yeah. you don't really see a future with her. Like that's like a conversation that that more like men have as opposed to as as opposed to women having. Yeah. Because men are more like they're more like chess players. And what the guy says in, in the video is that just comes from a biological sense in us that while we were out hunting and gathering yeah. we had to like kind of always know like what the animal that we're hunting is going to do like we have to we almost always like have to play chess to like stay up in society yeah and, and think about this the women that are attracted to that type of man are a lot they kind of they they stick out like, oh yeah, because yeah. Well, long term, especially in today's society they stick out yeah because it's like i think oh, back in the day they didn't the stick out doing. as much but but in today's day and age, they definitely stick out. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, so he was saying that he's like, and and then he's saying, so what happens now is the political rhetoric, it goes to serve people who think in the short term, and in the midterm, and not in the long term. That's why the free. Oh, we're gonna pay your college debt. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. And it's all like, and then when you think about it as a man being raised by a man or, and, and as a man being raised in a situation where, you know, strong male figures were around as a man being raised in an environment where yes, go educate yourself, learn about the world that you live in. You realize how unsustainable that shit is that they're yes. spewing. And you also realize, or I mean, it makes you think how the fuck am I able to see it but nobody else is seeing that what this motherfucker is saying is fucking insane we'll see because let's now do a little character analyzation you on one side the two thoughts that said name the, the best duo now you look at 
what their their whole thing is. So you said short term, mid term. They're probably short term, to be honest. But anyway, in what they're probably short term in what sense? In, in the sense that like they know the world that they're in. Oh look, look, I'm so look, I'm so hot, I'm so hot. Oh yeah. And see, that's the thing with 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 that type of mentality. Oh look, oh YOLO, FOMO, the that whole yeah, yeah that yeah. whole thought process does. Uh, and it's, I don't know if I sent you that video, the Bloomer, Boomer, and uh, the the Doomer, Bloomer, and Bloomer no. video. Oh damn! Well, basically. That was a cool little breakdown of kind of like the difference between the, the like the baby boomers and the millennials, and how their outlook pretty much is is almost the opposite. Like the, the baby boomers, or and even some Gen Xers, they looked at their outlook was man, it's gonna get better, it's gonna be better. Oh man, like if you work yeah. hard, and millennials, they have this like just depressing you know just well doomer the yeah. the doomer generation the doomer, yeah and 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 it's just like sad but then when you look at it that's because our thought process let, let's say ours since since we obviously resemble more like the bloomer um oh well it was the doomer the boomer and the bloomer the bloomer is is like has the qualities of the boomer but obviously like since he's young that's why there's there's that yeah so that's where like the the person that that has a little bit of the, 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 both worlds, but we look at things from the future backwards. Yeah, and and see, I I I dare anybody that that that's just stressed the fuck out or oh this is fucked up to do that because like you'll soon like have a, a hopeful outlook just by doing that like if you think about it or you'll blow your shit back and be the <laughs> fuck out of the way <laughs> which is good for us and i'm just saying no <laughs> no that's awful, no, 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 that's this, awful. This is a joke <laughs> yeah it's a joke it's a joke no but <laughs> not a great joke but whatever <laughs> i apologize in advance because it will be used against me in the future but anyway um you think well, there in you the go, future being a forward thinker, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but 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 think about it. Like you you have made decisions based off of where do I want to be at sixty? Damn. If you think about that, then you have a slew of problems in your way. If you're a fucking twenty year old, money, I need it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. What the fuck do I do to get money? So what type of job? Just in the fact that you're thinking about 60, what type of job would be available yeah. in, during that course of time that won't phase out, right? Yeah. So even that would help you. Do I want kids? Oh, shit. How, how much do I have to make? Yeah. Do I want to... Uh, 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 like, grandchildren? like or, or have a place where, you know, like, a sustainable awesome and financially free future so a lot of those things then become like oh wow now i know what i must sacrifice now i know the decisions i got to make now i know i might have to even shovel shit for 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 a little bit to get to, to 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 the right track but like it's like you understand like damn like this is not as hard because i have quite a few years ahead of me i just have to start doing like just picking at it you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you pick at it, and then if somewhere along the lines you find people or even a person that's on the same page, 
it makes it even better. It makes it even greater. I was telling somebody this weekend, I was like, sometimes I wonder what it would be like if there were like eight more of us, like how we are. There's not, and I and when I thought about that, you know what's crazy? Like working together cohesively, I was like, there's not one building that I ever get a listing for that we wouldn't be able to buy. <laughs> Oh, you get, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like just literally, like any building yeah. that I get a listing for, yeah, like we'll be there to see it. Like we'll be there. We'll, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god! Do a refinance, boom, and like, and that's where you what you were saying about socially, like social the social fabric. Yeah. And we we talked about it in one of the mass shooting episodes was community. Yeah. Oh, community is huge. It, it's it's like. How important do you think community is, first of all? Like, when it comes to this whole situation? Huge. And this is why. Do you think... We don't know. We don't know. This is just an assumption. But... Imagine some of the trips that we've taken with our friends. Like, to Medida and stuff. Like, just the relaxing, the beach vibe, the pool... Uh, disposable income, the, the this, the, the that. museums, the, the learning. Museum, yeah. everything like that. You take that. Imagine if one of these mass shooters had a group of friends like that. Like, do you even really see, like, the, a person even wanting to do something? Like, it's just like, no, like, you see how fulfilling life can be. Yeah. You see what it's like, like, damn to wake up in a nice house and it's just like damn like if i work i could have this more often like i'm at the place where i could have it two times a year i could get to the place where i could have it three times a year shit if i work i could get when i'm older i could be at the place where i have it every day yeah you know what i'm saying we've been showing the listing of, of, of i think you sent me a, a beach house yeah and like to think like man in the future what if we had a beach house or like if we had like and i was telling even someone at work i was like like if I had a beach house and you were saying about a vacation or something, oh man, if you want to go, I will go or whatever. You'll have a place. You know what I mean? Like it's just a nice little resource to have for your people. 100%. And so, yeah, community has a lot to do with it. The social fabric has a whole lot to do with it. And that it's just, it's it's undeniable. And going back to that video that I was talking about, I think that's what it boils down to, the law of diminishing returns in a philosophical sense. Because that's, you know, more of a of a of a business phrase, but when you look at it in a philosophical sense, what are we putting our time and effort into? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if maybe some of these dudes put their time and effort into something a little bit more fruitful, into something that doesn't always make them feel like shit. And yeah. like hopeless about the future and people got to be very care careful about that but see the problem is that the culture society and political realm that we live in it does cater to the put your time and effort into things that have diminishing returns yeah oh that that's you know uh like for instance the fact and, and, and it's funny because uh, Dave Ramsey and Chris Hogan, like, they always go on rants about this shit. 
The fact that the average car note right now in the United States is over $550 says a lot culturally. It says that... We're fucking doomed. <laughs> that you're just... You know what I'm saying? Like, the, where do we get to a place where... And then and then you look at that, and then you look at what the, the, the medium household income is. So if this is the average... This is the average, 550 and the minimum household income is somewhere around $60,000. $60,000, that's the household. Yeah. That's not one person or every person in the household. That's one person in the house. I mean, that's the whole household itself. Yeah. So a two-car two household, that's over $1,000 of that sixty thousand dollar income it's not sustainable it's not sustainable it's that's diminishing returns yeah. you know what i'm saying and it, and it and what is it all for <gasps> i want this car oh man i've always wanted this car well motherfucker this ain't the car for you at the moment if that's what your car no, no, but see, be. and this is something that you and i you and i have talked about before and we were talking about it this weekend with some of the people that we know is I think though it's not even so much about having like such a great and standout car. I think car dealerships know that motherfuckers are gonna pay this, so you could jack it up because they're gonna pay it. I yeah. don't really think because when you look at the cars that that like have these car notes attached to them. They're, they're not like anything too extravagant. Yeah, it's just right. like a regular everyday ass car. So that's the other thing too is for people to recognize the power of the dollar. Like, listen, you your dollar and where you spend your dollar and how you spend that dollar, it holds a lot of weight. Yeah. Be wise about that shit. Well, and and, and the thing is, it's it's the financial. The financial area is is lacking here in America when it comes to like having your finances in order to be able to do some shit like that. You know, like I mean, and 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 they don't and P, and that's the thing people don't realize that that's a lot of stress and anxiety, yeah, and depression stems from that. Yeah, I mean, I I used to when I used to sell cameras at Best Buy, like I saw something different when when like indian people would come in and people always call them cheap oh they're cheap they're cheap but then like when you look at how they live though they live a lot better than us they have yeah. they live in better neighborhoods like i've seen them you know financially they're just they they're okay they're doing good and that's because like little things like oh uh I got to get the best case or the best better. They'll, they'll just order it online. It's just like common sense thinking. Like if just a lot of stuff that, that, that even like you and I that are into like, cause we, you know, we spend on, 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 on like streaming services and stuff. Like they wouldn't even, that's the, no, not multiple ones. No, at least. Hell yeah. No. Hell it's, no. It's a no for them. Yeah. It'd be maybe like one for the household where, yeah, yeah. motherfuckers over here doing it real big. Yeah. <laughs> Hulu and this. And yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't have time for that. I don't want to spend on that. And no. then, and then that's the other thing they would look at is like, well, even though it's not much money, it's just the simple fact that I don't want to be spending so much of my time like sitting around watching shit. You know, yeah. like yeah. I mean, whereas like, I could be reading. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
and a library card is free you yeah. know oh hell yeah and and that's the that's the thing like they rather learn you know uh community is powerful like look at the i was reading in 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 some of the writing stuff that we're talking about uh doing like i was doing some research on like uh how like from one generation to another when the jewish uh community came to new york it was like one in five jewish so one in every five crimes a jewish person was involved and they even promoted it in new york as in like one in every two mm-hmm. so like i guess they had a uh, they had a bad rap for themselves like oh jewish people they're coming in and then fucking on some crime shit and uh they focused on the strength of the community and from one ge- generation to another they went from poverty and crime riddled to no crime and their kids like prospering and that generation doing things big yeah. you know and it only took one generation so it's like it's it's one of those things where you just like get your fucking weight up as a community because we I look at that like I look at. I like to compare. I like to compare because it's important. Like Very I'm, important. I, I'm a Latino from the South Side, and I look at already like the generational difference. But then I look at like when Nigerians come and they're just like twenty times better. Yeah. To like the Michael Jordan of this shit. It's like damn. So Nigerians are getting like here far less time and and their median household income is way higher yeah same thing as as uh um this province that like fucking uh thomas Hull was talking about about the chinese like they come in they do way better than everybody and it's like well we talked about it last week and 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 it applies to this too it's like there's a lot of stuff to you, you could cry about you could cry about your past you could cry about your personal experiences like with your environment, your 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 parents, your family, but what you can't cry about is the future because you have control over that. You have control over the outlook, like what you can do. And and I'm not here to say that I'm going to minimize what people have went through. You know, if if you came from an abusive family or if you came from a poverty stricken family or. If, you came from, you know, like just a shitty, just a shitty place in general. I'm not going to minimize that. But what I will say is like the best way to to go is forward and think yeah. forward. Be a forward thinker. Forward thinker, 100%. And also recognize that at times unhappiness is the universe, gods, the souls, whatever, however you want to phrase it. You're just the inner self's way of telling you that something needs to get better. And in most cases, it does get better. I was watching this video the other day on YouTube. I think the YouTube channel is called School of Life. And a lot of their shit I don't rock with. It it, it does sort of have an agenda attached to it. But this one, I felt like it was pretty non-biased and... It just struck me because it, ri- it reminded me a lot of me. It said the import. The name of the video was called "The Importance of an Unhappy Adolescence," and essentially what they were saying in the video is that a super high percentage of successful people had a miserable adolescence. And you know, you were right. You were right there with me. My yeah. adolescence was fucking awful. Yeah. Like and Jesus. and I. I was like, 
like I've never seen anybody like really phrase it like that and the way that they do it they break it down and so much of what they hit on in that video was like me it, it said how you you kind of you you kind of go through this phase of isolation but then when you're like in the phase of isolation in that phase because while you're you're in that phase of isolation but you're still developing and like all of these things are happening you're starting to develop a very real world view of the world and so you look at it not so much that like like nobody is going to care or love you because that's not true but you do look at it in an, and I think it's important to realize that not everybody is going to care and love you yeah i think that's important that's like that that's like a healthy way to go into life is like, yo, no, not everybody's going to like me. Not everybody's going to rock with me. Another thing it said is that people that have unhappy adolescents, they treat people better in their life throughout the course of their lifetime because they've are, they've experienced like that sense of isolation. So yeah. when they, when they have a connection with somebody, it typically is a real connection. Yeah. They, it, it also like, it, it went through like so many things. And essentially, the 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 whole purpose of the video was to illustrate how things things get better, mm-hmm. and I think that's important to recognize that things do get better and they can get better, because if you do think in the right here and in the right now, in the short and in the midterm, you make a lot of decisions that hinder the long term. And sort of water down the midterm and the short term. For instance, I was telling somebody how sometimes, and because it went, they went over it in the in Bowling for Columbine, how with those shooters in the school, uh, um, Michael Moore talks to two pretty intelligent artists. He talks to Marilyn Manson, and he talks to. Uh, one of the writers from South Park. And when he talks to Marilyn Manson, he asks him, you know, what, what he would have said to the shooters if he could have talked to them before the shooting. He said, I wouldn't have said anything. I would have let them talk. I would he- have heard what they had to say. Yeah. And then the South Park writer said that, and it's very interesting, I thought what he said, he's like, you got to realize that a lot of the people that are like the jocks and like the, were very high up on the hierarchy of high school, the athletes and like all these people that the school adores. In a lot of cases, the valedictorian and the salutatorian and all these people, the prom queen, prom king, all of this shit. He's like, in most cases, if you look around the nation from most high schools, they've all peaked already. And he's like, meanwhile, me and my partner, meaning like his, his, this the co-writer of South Park, he's like, we have hot wives, like big houses, like doing, you know, TV show, like, yeah. because what they realized is the here and now, it doesn't pay off as much as the long term. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like cash flow and uh, ca- uh, financial literacy and cash flow will bring you way more happiness than these two Twitter thoughts. Yeah, yeah, Twitter thoughts in the right now, and then guess what? With the cash flow, the 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 financial literacy and the cash flow, 
you'll probably be able to have your pick of like 10 Twitter thoughts really yeah. if you want like if that's if At that's the, the life time. that you, if that's the life that you want to live yeah. you you even you'll even have that you know what I'm saying That'll so essentially saying that that like what you're settling for now will still be around like if you really want it like it'll mm. still be around when you have that but at least you won't have it with like the bleakness associated now I just use that as an example but that really does apply to everything it applies to men it applies to women with who you pick everything just the legacy that's left behind yeah yeah and even when we were talking about the once upon a time in hollywood last week that was kind of one thing i appreciated about the movie was uh you know in movies you get very like just great characters like characters that you want to you you want to be mm-hmm and 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 in essence, like I felt like the 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 Manson murders, they, they were kind of like uh, the cold hard reality of like, you know, if if you think about like, if you think about it as like a picture almost, like this beautiful woman who's like fucking, you know, oh I'm an inspiring artist, I'm here, I'm, and like you have no idea what's in store for you, yeah, right, and then like. When they change, well, uh, when when something happens in the movie that like DiCaprio character, DiCaprio's character and Brad Pitt's character, um, especially Brad Pitt's character, it's like it was a cold. It it was almost like that dude was the guy that seen some shit. Yeah, definitely. And he was like, "Uh, yeah, y'all can't fuck with me type shit. Yeah, and and it's and it's it's kind of the same thing. It's like it. You know the the coldness and 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 the and I try to be spoil free, so I, I maybe I I I assume some things for some viewers, but if you haven't watched the movie, you have to watch it because uh, I'm not gonna tell you what the fuck happens. But essentially, it's like you've seen the the harsh realities. You're a good person, but you understand like nah, mm-mm. this ain't this ain't gonna happen today. You ain't gonna come and do some dumbass shit like yeah you're very well-rounded and you understand as opposed to always living like oh everything's gonna be fine everything and not not that that's a bad thing but you well, have but to sometimes be... it's unrealistic exactly. also yeah that's it's not it's not to be phony and fake mm-hmm. yeah you do have to have the sense of realism but let that realism also be based in something substantial that you can leverage for your future don't let the realism overpower you to the point where it's like oh well, everything is so bleak yeah. and it's and it's over and that's where i think the sense of community comes in and then also the habits you pick up because if you pick up better habits it's sort of like the law of attraction or it is the law of attraction really we were talking about the law of diminishing returns and then now we're talking about the law of attraction you sort of attract what you exude. You sort of attract what you put out. And from that same guy that that uh, did that great ass uh, Twitter post about financial literacy and cash flow, Coach Joe Hart, he has a he had something else that I just had to retweet because I found it very interesting. He said, "Why people are miserable? Ten things." And I feel like you wouldn't disagree with any of these. Terrible eating habits, no fitness routine, excessive drug and alcohol use, watching the news, porn over relationships, social media addiction, lack of moral standing, 
single parent homes, excuses, one income source. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Terrible eating habits. You 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 realize the difference between chicken breast and a salad and a pizza. And if you and if you haven't, go ahead and do that. Like for a week, eat really healthy. Go back to eating that pizza and tell me how you feel afterwards. And we were talking about that yesterday. No fitness routine, man. The fact that you even think about fitness, you know what I'm saying? Because like, like sometimes even at work, I do a little extra just to move. Extra. Yeah. You, know, it's like you become a very active person. It's, it's burning calories. You're staying healthy. Excessive drug and alcohol use, that goes without saying, like, come on now. No, I don't think it does. I mean, I go ahead, but yeah. like, I, there, I, I'm going to give you a little story right now. Jesus, I don't even want to hear it, but I do. Watching the news. I mean, what did we? What did? What did I just say earlier? Like, it's good to watch it, but like, you have a life to live, and then you get your sources and you you round up something, and you don't have to rely on these people to tell you what the fuck you got to think. Porn over relationships, absolutely. Like. Like imagine if 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 I, I that's just a recipe for a disaster. I just think you jerk off twice before your girl comes from work. Ain't no sex happening. You do that. You get used to porn. What, what you know? What I'm saying that there's gonna be problems. Someone's gonna be rotting her out. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, if you ain't doing it, someone else will. Social media addiction. I mean, come on. Instead of socializing, instead of going out, instead of enjoying time with your friends and family you you were just talking about friendships like there's a lot of people that think they have a lot of friends but then there's the, those people that understand that friends aren't just they just don't you know they're, they're not they don't come in a pack of 12s you know like yeah. you understand okay well this is these are my group of friends might be small but like i entrust everything and like they give me good feedback they give me good advice if we were able to do something together like i could trust these people so i feel like the social media addiction does give the, I guess, the perception that you know so many people and you have friends. Oh, what do they have to say? And you forget to be social. Uh, lack of moral standing, that's huge, huge now. Because I, I feel that even that, like, to, to really have a moral standing, you really have to think deeply of who you are and who you want to be. Yeah. I don't, people don't even, I don't think, sit down to have the time to do that. And you should. Single parent homes. I mean, we'll look at the, uh, the statistics. Uh, even like when we read the wealth, poverty, and politics, when you compared the black community with two parents as opposed with one parent, you saw the huge difference in poverty and crime. So, I, I mean, and, and, and if you go to, to different races, I would assume that you're going to see very similar slopes. Uh, excuses. Don't have any. And then the one income source. That's that's huge. You you we're always talking. We got the we got the podcast. You got the buildings. We got work. We're always looking for something new. Why? Because if you have one source of income, shit hits the fan. You fall back on some else. You're able to maneuver. It's called chess, not checkers. So yeah, that that's that's a very balanced way of looking at things, uh, and a realistic because that's the thing. If you're not rooted in realism, this is like, ah, this motherfucker's talking all that guala guala. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, no, this is this is very well-rounded. Now, I want to go back to three, though, excessive drug and alcohol use. Oh, yeah. So, I remember <laughs> when my, uh, when I have a cousin who like, I'm not very close to, 
um, he turned 21 and they were having like a big party at his house or whatever. And um, obviously his mom was throwing it for him and everything like that. And my mom, you know, she was excited to go and, you know, asked me if I wanted to go. And I said, no, I don't want to go. I'm mm. good. Because one, like, I don't, I'm not fake. Like, I don't like really go to places I don't like to be. I, and I realize now, and it's just great about being an adult, is I don't have to. Right. Like, at that, like when I was a kid, I had to go to shit I didn't like to go to. But I'm, I'm a grown man, and <laughs> I don't, and I fucking love it. Like, I'm not going. Mm. And so, but furthermore, it was funny because when my mom came... Well, she got home late, so I, I, I didn't I didn't see her. Um, I saw her, like, later on or the, the next day. Or I, I don't know, like, when I saw her, but when we talked about it, you know, I asked her how everything went. She was saying how she was, like, a little bit, like, disappointed because it was just pretty much just like, a, like an alcohol fucking free-for-all or whatever. And then she was thinking more of, like, a family yeah. enjoyable environment or whatever. But his mom, my cousin's mom, perpetuated the whole, you're 21 now, like, get fucked up, this and that. And, and so what, what I was saying, about what I, why I wanted to talk about the whole thing is because you and I had a conversation on the phone a few days ago, you know, w about some of the stuff that we're writing and working on, is how in this country... Like this idea of like wasting your twenties is like a really like prevalent thing. Like, like just waste your twenties. It's cool. Like don't worry about it. Like, like don't worry about you know, live, do this, do that. When it's just like what? Like, like yeah, live. But like, why is living always associated with like fucking like doing some some like unproductive ass shit? And That's destructive. Living, you know. And so it's just funny because. I, I, you know, you were like, yeah, there's a lot of people that would look at that and be like, oh, yeah, man, what's dude on this and that. Let me ask you a question since you're on the subject. Would you say that a 25-year-old version of you has carried you during your 30s? Kind of carried the load? <laughs> uh, he was my, my stunt double? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I bought my first building at 25. Like, so... Now, I want the people that listen to the show to ask that same question and, and challenge yourself, challenge yourself. Would a 25 year old version of you helped carry the load f at 35? We're not 35. We, we as podcasters have to do a lot of dangerous stunts. <laughs> the 25 year old version of K cartoon is meant to carry the load. It's like 25 year old version of K cartoon. Is that how you would describe your job? Uh, carrying his load, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> that's just a reference to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. If if you guys haven't seen it, yeah, but but yeah, one hundred percent. That motherfucker carried the load, baby. He carried the cross. They tried crucifying the man. <laughs> they did. didn't lose. They did. They shot at him. Like it's, they shot at him. They tried crucifying him. Nah, man. They just tried to take his money. He wouldn't <laughs> let him. <laughs> no. <laughs> they tried to take my money. I wouldn't let him. <laughs> but no, but, like no, but but honestly though, yeah, like I, no, I wouldn't. If you if you ask me now, like, would you go back and and fucking live it up every weekend? Like, 
And then the crazy thing about it is when you, like you really think about it, I had a great like twenties, and I had a twenties that like a lot of people can't say they have. Like, yeah. like I rapped. Like I've been on on not like humongous world stages, yeah. but I've we've been on stages before of people where like when we were done performing, they were like, oh my god, and like yeah. the, their daughters wanted to like take pictures with us yeah. and stuff like that. We've traveled. We've had like great conversations with friends. We built like lifetime friendships. Music videos. Music video, like so. Like we had, we had a a a, a twenties that was very different, unique. It was a, a very unique twenties. A lot of like very unique stories. A twenties filled with a lot of financial literacy. And like, if I could go back, I would say the only thing that I would change is that I would have started investing in the stock market er a lot earlier because yeah. I, w I didn't know anything about yeah. that. And guess who I put the blame on for that? Myself. Yeah. I don't blame anybody. I don't blame my parents. I don't blame anybody for, oh, you should have taught me. Yeah. No. You should have taught yourself, Goofy. That Man. you when 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 you were destroying uh, RX and Madden, you could have been <laughs> fucking. You could have been fucking like learning about the stock market. Right. But but still, the yet fuck's in, to that dude. Yet and still, <laughs> after all the good shit <laughs> that you just said. <laughs> but yet and still, I don't I don't regret any of it. Yeah. I feel very good about it. But and you pass and, on and, the information to the youth. And then and then another thing too, even if let's say that wasn't that wasn't the case and I did invest in the market along with real estate and everything else, I'd probably be here right now saying that there was something else that I wish I had done because you always learn more yeah. later on. Yeah. Hindsight's 2020 20, as they say, so but but but, but I do think though that I have by and large avoided anything that that presented or displayed the laws of diminishing returns yeah i have avoided it like when it comes to like women when it comes to friends when it comes to financial habits even when it comes to like health habits i'm not like the healthiest like health freak in the world but you ain't fucking unhealthy either no, yeah exactly yeah. and 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 like i've i check myself like okay no nope, that's enough you know i'm i'm self-aware uh and that's the pretty thing. discipline yeah. you know what i'm saying like all of this stuff like but even even like like because we've ordered some shit that's not so healthy and i've, I've seen you oh no I'm, I'm good for today yeah i'll save it for another day like at least you know there, there's yeah, there's, there's a rhyme there's, reason. There's, there's for rhyme and reason to it, absolutely. And and so even honestly, who I spend my time like talking to, like I I, I see I see uh, a lot of women do this, but guys do it too. Like where they're just they always got to be like in contact with somebody. Like that whole my phone is dry shit. My phone is dry. Like no, no, I don't believe in all of that. Like to me, that pr displays a lot of laws of diminishing returns. Like I don't. Like I honestly, like I don't, I'm not, I don't really even like rock with the, the like the whole like uh, women that that like their they're friend, they're like friends with every everybody's my friend. Like to me, that's like a big red flag. Like yeah. nah, that's kind of weird. And then obviously, uh, never trust a bitch who falls in love with a camera. She'll fuck you and then turn around and fuck a janitor. <laughs> I wanted to laugh immediately. I just wanted you to finish that line. <laughs> no, but but you know what's crazy is there's a lot of legitimacy to that. Like yeah. I noticed like the 
like like the like selfie chicks yeah they're in like nah uh, that's there's something about that yeah and or like flirty girls like i don't I don't really like that either. Like, yeah. like this is like a lot of like things that like were like. Or pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. We got to be attached. But no. Yeah. No. But 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 see the thing is like one thing is that with you, but like when they're just kind of like that with everybody. Yeah. It, so my thing is, there's a lot of things that present the law of diminishing returns, and I think it's important to look at that. Yeah. And I think that men are a little bit better at looking at that than women are. And, uh, but, but just how you look at, and I only use like what, what, like the attributes in women, because it's kind of easy. Cause when you try to go like the financial route, it's a lot more intricate to break down the yeah. financial literacy and cash flow part of things. But, but yeah, so all of this really culminates to the idea that these people that want to like do these mass shootings and have these ideologies and are just so angry at the world, if, if you just try to like put your time and energy into something that's a little bit more fruitful and this doesn't even go to just a a, a person who would be a shooter this goes to just in general yeah generally this, speaking this is this is a like a we're all together in this type of situation to make something better because that's that's the problem here that's that's the problem in general like not everyone has that person that they could talk to you know, uh, not everyone could say that, that that they started in a good place, maybe in a bad place, and then they haven't met people that that could help them out. And, and I and I think that was one thing that that like uh, stands out with us too is that we never judge a person oh because everyone else thinks he's a loser. No, no, like let 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 the man have his say. Let's and then I'll make my judgment call. I don't need someone to tell me who's cool and who's not. Nah, yeah. But see, that's that's again the sense of community. Like, like shit. If you see someone that's down, oh, what's up, man? You good? You know, if, if like you just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a school shooter waiting to happen. Oh, really? And you just let that shit ride. Then you know what I'm saying? Like, you you didn't try and talk to dude. I'm not saying you got to be well, best because, friends with the because guy because a lot. Well, but a lot of times people don't even think to like reach out or talk to people like that. Because it doesn't tie into the whole culture of, well, we got to do what's cool and fun in the here and now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not cool. It's not fun. It's, oh, well, this guy, he's just kind of like always by himself. Nobody like looks to to talk to him. And if they do look to talk to him, yeah. it's just like on some bullying shit. Yeah. And like while I am like totally against anti-bullying campaigns and like parents intervening like when it comes to bullying and stuff like that i don't believe in it because i think like it just makes the 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 children weaker i do believe in standing up for what's right yeah and, and like at least teaching your kids to stand up for what's right and if they see that shit happening intervene you know what i'm saying no um obviously if it's something like drastic like you know a motherfucker is gonna get stabbed or shot well yeah you know get an adult but if it's if it's stuff within the realm of what it is to be a youth you sh they should be trained to handle it themselves yeah. i i that's just what i believe you're right i agree with you i agree with you but but it's 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 not don't get fooled by the headlines 
you know it's it's not video games it's not oh we gotta everyone's mentally ill it's not it's not just one thing is what i'm trying to say it's not this cookie cutter you know oh white supremacy oh black panther oh this oh that you know like it's some something that somebody said or it's 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 a lot deeper and basically what we talked about just we're preaching it we're talking about it there's roadmaps and actually that would be kind of a nice thing to do going forward is kind of create like little roadmaps i think like a little like kind of challenge ourselves too to kind of create like a blueprint almost yeah of like oh this is and then like just kind of share with people see how they how their pl- blueprint you know matches tars and stuff like that you, you want to want to hear something funny or sort of interesting is yeah. my last retweet was the one that we went over that list of the things that are making people miserable yeah then the one before that i commented with which uh it was when he talks about the financial literacy and cash flow as i enter the age of real shit i've been waiting so long and then the retweet before that and i didn't even like think about this it has to it's kind of similar to the list that the joe hart guy posted it's by this rapper zuby who He's he's gonna be on the Joe Rogan podcast soon. I'm I'm excited because yeah. he's a pretty interesting guy. He's a dude that, in case you guys don't know, the dude that broke the women's uh, deadlift record by by uh, identifying as a woman, and then as soon as he <laughs> as soon as he did it, then he went back to identifying as a man. He did that, yep. but yeah, but it's funny because he says, "Why are depression and anxiety on the rise? Because modern society is designed to make you anxious and depressed." And then he has his list: garbage food sedentary lifestyle cubicle work social media toxic politics hookup culture loss of religion decline of family drugs and consumerism which a lot of that echoes that other list and i think there's a lot to be said about that yep and it echoes some of the shit we've been writing that's why i'll leave it (laughs) yeah that's where we should leave it for this week thank you guys so much for listening the show does continue to grow because you guys keep listening so keep listening Share us. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Twitter, Apple. Well, not tw- we're on Twitter to follow us, but the podcast is on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, Stitcher. But please do follow us on Twitter at Hanging with Apes and go on over to our website. That's HangingWithApes.com. Sign up for a newsletter. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.